0: To be honest, I've gone off McDonald's. I never thought it'd happen, but. That is a shock. That's world breaking. Yeah, because you have it
1: every day, mate. I don't have
0: it. You
2: used to fucking get it and take it home and let it go cold,
0: then microwave it. I've never known any fucker to do that. Survival. Survival? Survival tactics. I've had, over the past two months, I think I've had two McDonald's and I've been disappointed both times. I've gone heavy on
2: Domino's recently, Ooh. Papa John's. Papa John's, Papa Blessing. Fucking, mate, <laughs> it's like 50% off when you buy one get one free. Like. And the other day, any size pizza, 5 so three large pizzas straight away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you have three large pizzas? Wow, me, one for me,
2: one for Sarah and one for a little boy.
1: No, he doesn't have a large pizza.
2: He only has a couple of slices and normally I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> or he has it for lunch the next day. So we're back. This is the Comfortably Done podcast again with the boys. Uh, we've jumped straight into it. Episode five. Episode five, that's right, episode baby. episode five? Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, ta- we're tanking five. out, aren't we? We're tanking through these quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> that's a
0: month. We've done a month now. Yeah. Come on, you More know. A month. Yeah, let a Yeah. Come on, the boys. Plus the pilots, so I guess. It has been like six weeks now. Not bad.
1: So for on our fifth episode, as we've done a month, we could talk about feedback because now we've edited it. We've put it on... Uh, we, were, we found a hosting service, and now it's all on Apple fucking podcast, on Spotify. We put them on? Yeah, yeah. Mega. It's all go time. Um, And I would also like your feedback, I guess, in the, the listener, in these first five episodes. So you can obviously email us on the Comfortably Dumb podcast. No, Dear Comfortably Dumb. Dear Comfortably
0: Dumb at <laughs> ProtonMail.com. Um. And
1: you set up a Reddit, I think you George.
0: Yeah, slash. R slash. R slash, comfortably dumb pod. Because comfortably dumb was taken, I couldn't fit podcasts, so. I'm the only one here that doesn't use Reddit. Pod. <laughs> that's all right, we could just show you the comments. Yeah, right. you guys have to be
2: admin, I'll just watch. you can download Reddit again, okay? I can, mate, I just find it very boggling to use, to be honest. Oh, it's just not simple. Yeah, I think maybe that... Yeah, that's the
0: answer right there. <laughs> I'll,
2: get lost in, I'll get lost in shit, and then I'll, you know, all I want to do is look at fucking. It. Porn, lipstick grip, grip. Check it, people.
1: Everybody I speak to who like doesn't use Reddit pop- uh, properly, all just go, "Yeah, I will just go on there to get the OnlyFans content. <laughs> 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 or just use it the porn." You see it as
0: well, like when some people comment on your stuff and their their avatar is just the eighteen plus. You're like, you know what you're doing,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought also we could probably talk about our own feedback because I think we've all had a little listen. Um, So I've just got a few notes here. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it. Um, So sound quality. Yeah, that's a big one. It's good. But uh, I've noticed that we've got quite uneven levels. So episode four is quite loud. I think the best episode is actually episode number three. We sounded really clear in that one, mm. and it wasn't too loud. We're all quite animated as well, which doesn't help. Yeah. We're not sat dead still. We're you know, moving about, drinking. Smoking. Uh, smoking. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. Isn't it? Um, it and there's tricky. also a large peak, so really sorry for the headphone users. If uh, your ears, you lose fucking drums, uh, drums, <laughs> <no>. drum cells. No. Drum sounds case after the doctors. chicken the drum sounds. <laughs> Tinnitus incoming from um, eardrum. Yeah, your eardrums are uh, exploded from how high. Well, most of it comes from my high pitched laughs. So I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> uh, really sorry for the vaping noises in the background. That's me, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am so sorry. Uh, that's a bit annoying to listen to. And Lewis is really heavy breathing. I think episode one I'm is fucking just terrible. I don't even know snorlax. it. Snorlax. All you can hear is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My subconscious is working overtime to keep that the lungs
1: going. <laughs> <laughs> um I've also noticed I think on a two hour episode, towards when end we're just rambling and chatting, yeah, absolutely. We're, all over the we're just waffling. We're just waffling shit. So perhaps we could uh we could start binning that off uh or ending it early. I don't know what you guys think. We've um, come up, we've come up with a bit of a way
2: to try and stop interrupting each other as well, using the fingers.
0: But that soon went out the window, didn't it? Because it well, went from, cause you're holding 10 up. Yeah. Like, it <laughs> yeah went from, one one like, tall or Listen I'll... to what George says. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so last episode, you'll hear it. Maybe I'm misremembering, but we got no. Jack on to talk for like a couple, like, you know, for a little bit. He's barely two minutes into what he's saying, and you're there with like <laughs> 10 fingers up, right? And like sense yeah, yeah, of Jack's from talk, and then <laughs> I was sat and and then OJ's like, God, shut up, George. Lewis has got a 10 out of 10 points. <laughs> so he concedes to this and he goes contracts very interesting That's like for fuck's sake man stop everyone stop not so <laughs> which,
2: is
3: funny, which
0: is funny but jesus um uh, so yeah so i think uh excited, there are people out there that will find it endearing and it isn't and it is funny but sometimes i suppose there are going to be people that are listening for i don't know some insights yeah um <laughs> maybe and, you're in the wrong
1: place but. and i think I actually originally thought that interrupting was really bad, but listen to the first episode. It adds a little bit to the podcast. Yeah, it's um, dynamic. And I think we just we don't have to cut it out altogether. We just need to pick up, you know, if if you feel like you've got something to add, it's not just one of saying, oh, contracts are really interesting, <laughs> then yeah, great. But if you're interrupting to say, oh, this is what happened on Mother's Day, we're talking about something else. or I find hard mother. to articulate, especially <laughs> when I'm not sober. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking all over the shop. So so based on that, I think Jack gave us feedback. And this is really just mm. because George can also, because he's good at articulating and he wants to get his whole point out. Sometimes you can spend two minutes of uh, you talking about a subject, which is good. But then I think, like Jack was saying, it's good to hear everybody else's views on it. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. Lou doesn't offer his view and it'd be good to. And I think we'd stop the interrupting as well, because it means, you know, at some point you get, you're going to have to you've got something you can say, like you've got an opportunity to say it. Mm, I agree. Um, that's about it, really. I don't know if you guys noticed anything. That. You've been, been going mad with pen to paper, haven't you there, mate? I've got notes <laughs> proper sets sh- studio here. manager. Um, so if any... Uh, I'm sure, you know, if we get, <laughs> we get listeners that are on ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> you can give us your feedback. We've got three listeners on Reddit. Three.
0: Well, Jack's listened to it. <laughs> Harriet said that she listened to the first... ten. Did you not see the warning at the beginning of this saying, please turn off your mobile phones? Sorry, I didn't realise actually. she's going to come and get you out of it. <laughs> anyway, so she listens a little bit. I think we do, I've been trying to pick out certain people who I think would be able to give good feedback but aren't like, you know, part of the wider gang. Close net. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah like one of the girls that went to uni. Yeah, I said that she should maybe we could give it to her and she could use her contacts to spread it around that particular university campus. Yeah, you get gonna... cancelled within a week. <laughs> <Do> you <laughs> you going to tell people that the app it's been on uh, uploaded to?
1: I don't think so. No, I'll explain afterwards why. Okay, but they can just find us on their various mm. podcast distribution. Okay,
0: we're trying to keep things. F- relatively anonymous that's why and i think um this will answer some questions some people may have why we bleep certain things or why we refrain from name dropping cities and things like that it's going to try to maintain some level of anonymity i can't even say that <laughs> <I
2: don't know. laughs> go try it anonymous. <laughs> no i can't an enemy spotted an enemy yeah, um, just because,
0: at the end of the day, it's not—we're not here for a reality TV show. It's not necessary about what we're doing with our lives and shit like that. Like it's more abstract, I suppose. Exactly. Did you have any feedback, Lou? Good or bad?
3: Oh, I'm not
2: listening to it, mate. I've listened to it at work. It's just hard. It's hard for me to listen to it. It's in a very noisy environment. Mm. But I do like listening to it. It's as, as vain as it sounds. I never, <laughs> I never like listen. You know, I don't like looking at photos or videos of myself, but talking. Gets it's, yeah, it's, it gets me hard.
1: <laughs> it's, good, it's just good to listen to, mate. It's just, yeah, it's
2: nice to listen to it.
1: So, yeah, so I think, yeah, we should give our feedback. We've given our feedback. We're sort of trying to combat certain stuff. I think, you know, I we think we've beginners. mentioned this before. We are literally the definition of all the gear, no idea. We fucking, <laughs> <laughs> we're just learning how to fucking, fucking edit it. Amazon's Amazon special, isn't it, on everything? Yeah, mm. Amazon special. We don't even know anything about fucking... We're not sound engineers, we don't know anything about sound, so it's learning that process, how that works.
0: None of us have ever studied, like, journalism or... <laughs> not that we're writing articles, but just talking, radio, and these sorts of courses you get at college and uni, where people get familiar with this sort of thing, like... Yeah. We're just giving it a go. We're just three
1: average dudes who just wanted to fucking make a podcast. I'd hope people that, find it interesting. You
0: can't like well, you can't go
2: and learn how to have a good conversation anywhere. you can't study that. I think that comes natural, doesn't it? Some people got it and some people haven't at all. Yeah, that's true. You talk to some people <laughs> Is you, it not, true? you you know what it's like. <laughs> well <laughs> you have people who probably linguists don't they that teach people you've, how to speak. Well, you've spoke to, or you know, been out taught to people, girls prime example, mm. and you have a, a dead conversation you just know that they've got no fucking conversation skills mm. and that is it. You know what I mean? I think they're, they're fucking space when brain dead. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not necessarily Albert Einstein, but I can hold, you know, a sentence <laughs> together.
3: <laughs> yeah, you, that is true. true
1: um, true. so anyway, I thought the first topic, I don't know, it might not be that interesting. And I've spoke to Lewis about it already. I think, I think it'd be quite funny. Some people I've spoken to, have found it really funny. No offense, Lewis, right. <laughs> um, I'm and nervous, I think yeah. George doesn't know about it. Um and I don't he doesn't mean to I don't mean to be um like harsh on you or I don't want to be like derogatory, I don't want to be like getting at you. This is gonna hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it will. It might do. I don't think does it hurt your feelings? Not really, mate, no. So Lewis recently for work had to go to well, wasn't it? Yeah, I was at work. Had to have a health check right mm. so he's got scores against just list some of the things you've got scores against so do. i've got my my blood pressure on me here my
2: waist to hip ratio <laughs> body fat index visceral fats muscle mass blood glucose cholesterol and they also check my prostate
0: through a blood test i bet you enjoyed that well i was so like was a blood, test. No, a blood yeah, test yeah she's oh, like oh, yeah we,
2: we can do a prostate check i was like you, well, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get fingered in this fucking cabin. The old latex glove slapping. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It's like the most uncle, uncleanly place in the world. I was like, fucking hell, you're gonna, gonna do this here? She's like, no, do it for a blood test. <laughs> oh, thank God. i pull my trousers up now then. <laughs> <laughs> i pull my boxes up. He's so, put his little chubby on away. So basically, you know, I am not of peak fitness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not at all. So, to, to so... Drink
1: smoke. <laughs> Exception. Well, no, considering you do those things, I don't think... Them, we'll go through them in a minute. Yeah. What I want to play... I just want to play a little game with George. Mm-hmm. I want you to guess some of the numbers. Okay. Right? Yeah. I think two of them should be your body fat percentage. Yeah. And your weight. And again, I don't mean this to... I know it's... it's. I don't want to make fun of you at your... Well, you know, make a joke at your expense. But I think it will be quite funny to do. I think. How much do you think I
2: weigh then, George, for start In kg. In kgs. I don't know kgs. Google,
0: Google,
2: Google, I'll get it. stone in I, the I would
0: say probably um, like 18 and a half stone.
2: 18 and a half stone. Yeah. What's that in kilograms? Yeah, grams? hard done. We've got it back to front air again.
0: <coughs> the only really reason I say that is because there's been a time in my life where you would double my weight. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be it. And then body fat percentage. Oh, it's close. Is he? Yeah. Oh, uh, what
2: What was that in kilos? In 117. Yeah, I'm 118.4. Oh, well, that's free fucking street <laughs> guesses, isn't bad, it? Dude. You're I'm an here. absolute tank, yeah. man. <laughs> my blood pressure's good. My blood pressure's like sound. 120 over
1: 80, that's normal. Also, yeah. let's bear in mind, though, you're 118 <laughs> <laughs> 18 kg, but you are fairly tall. Yeah, I'm 5'11". But I think you're 6 foot, but yeah, I think 6 you're foot six. on dating sites.
2: So <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not but um, you are quite tall, yeah my body fat percentage. Yeah, good. What what percentage of my body do you think is fat?
3: (laughs) I love how he just said
0: that. 100%. This one's harder to guess because I don't really know what would, like, the average person Like, um... 20%, 16% 20%, 16% is That's like an average hell, male.
1: I can tell you it's in red, so it's not good. Okay, I'd say we're like 62. No! Oh, fucking hell, mate! No. You think 60%, 62% of
2: his body's fat, like 30, weight of his body. I don't
0: know, I don't really get
2: it. 39.6%.
0: Oh, right. right, which is very no, high. Right, it's sorry. very fucking high. I don't even know how that one's uh,
2: how about muscle mass? How, how many kilos of muscle do you think I've got
1: on that? Out of 118. I can't believe this medical,
2: <laughs> this medical checked all this. Like I, I stood on these scales barefoot yeah. and held this thing, had metal contacts on it, mm. and held it in front of me, and it wo- it works all this shit out. So yeah, impressive very impressed. It's like electrical pull through. It Something. does.
1: So we'll come up to my numbers in a minute, because I've got an. Uh, a scales that does it for me we'll it's just, not that accurate but we can
2: compare. we'll just go muscle mass for the last one how, how much muscle do you think I've got on my body is that percentage it's in kilograms
0: oh so you're 100 and what 18.4 <laughs> kilos I don't know I'd probably say like 80
2: uh, no nowhere near mate 28.4 <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> I, I, it's that big bunda <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> so know uh, if that's good or bad I don't, probably, know, probably. I
0: don't know man this is a hard test it's not ideal yeah what's your BMI
1: Lou
2: I don't think it says on there, mate. Actually, she never told me that. Yeah. Unfortunately, twenty pretty upset. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. had enough. He's That's had enough mean. for today. That's
1: mean. Um, That's mean. So my body fat percentage, for comparison, is, and this is not accurate because it's through it's through a uh, scales that I've got, and I don't think they're that accurate, but it's a rough figure. Is eleven point six percent. Fucking hell! I think to see abs, you have to be under like ten percent. Oh, no, around 12%. I've got a fat chance of that, quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you say? What else was the other
2: one? Your muscle mass. Mm. What did you say yours was? 28 kilos of muscle, I think, or
1: something. Mine's 58.
0: Really? How yeah. much do you weigh, OJ? I weigh 70 kg.
2: So 50, yeah, 50. that's, that's <laughs> yeah. good. That sounds very healthy. Do you
0: know how much I weigh? Uh, nine stone. I measured myself two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, now you're not on stone, aren't you? Sixty-one point two kilograms. What's that in stone? It's like nine and six, I mean, not bad. No. yeah. Is it nine? That, yeah, it is nine. Six <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you like look at that graph, that's the heaviest I've ever been.
1: Are you fat cunt.
0: In September, mate, I was fifty-five point seven kilograms. That's so light. In fact, the BMI was almost dangerously underweight. But that was when I was doing all that walking at work, and I was living on Roman coffee. yeah not great healthy not a staple diet healthy no but I looked pretty pretty fly actually see my ribs (laughs) could you see abs no no just ribs (laughs) (laughs) Six ribs though (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell no it wasn't that bad no because the problem is like whenever I lose weight or put on weight it's always the belly that fluctuates. The rest of me is always yeah. skinny. So. They say that's where a
2: lot of the problems occur as well. It's to do with the belly, mate. Yeah, that exactly. that shit around there causes well, you fucking issues. Well, for
1: males, that's where your fat tends to distribute is around your your belly and not. And then for women, it's obviously your hips and or your bum, off, off like tits as well. I think it just distributes evenly, whatever you. Make. <laughs> the some, thing is, though, like, like like there are cock.
0: people that are as heavy as you are, but they look fat as fuck. Yeah, you don't look. Or you don't have that bubble to kind of shape. She said to you. that she doesn't, like, does it? She's yeah. like, you don't, you don't yeah, look that. Like,
1: she's you
2: like, you don't look that way. You that don't really like,
0: have a gun mate. Fucking hide it, don't I?
1: Yeah. You so do. although if you, if you do get your belly out, mate, you do hang out You have got a hangover. <laughs> some... <laughs> you look like Tyson Fury, mate.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, he's a right. Fat fuck, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's just a bit fitter than you, mate. Some days, if I have a big meal, mate, like blo- the bloat is unreal. Mm. Twins. Yeah, literally. <laughs> In the mornings, though, my stomach's flatter. Yeah, it's just
0: you know, When you start eating? I had some food earlier, man. And I felt bloated as fuck. It's not ideal,
1: but that's just me. I eat too much, always have done, always probably will. This is the thing I don't understand. And you know, weight's not, I'm not fat shaming anyone. I don't think weight's well, it is. It is. I kind of, kind of like for someone like you who's so scared of death, yeah. I've mentioned this to you before. And it doesn't matter, like you know, it's your life, bloody, bad. But I don't do nothing to help it. Yeah, <laughs> literally, uh, you <laughs> you're doing everything, not everything, but you smoke
3: mm.
1: and you're overweight. After that medical the other day, do you know what I have for breakfast the next day? <laughs>
2: what? Four slices of papa John's pizza at work <laughs> <laughs> in the microwave.
0: Yeah, it is a bit like someone who's scared of heights climbing up a ladder. Being like, I'm scared of heights, I'm scared of heights. I went on
2: a bit of a fitness thing, but... Yeah, I don't know why you stopped, mate. My driving determination is
0: zero. It is difficult to maintain it, man. I feel so way. But why don't you go swimming? You, yeah, I said You're I was literally do that.
1: Aquaman, mate. You are an unbelievable swimmer. I am yeah. gifted in the water. Yeah, the yeah. grace of a dolphin. You are Michael Phelps, mate.
2: I'm not like the deep off, uh, what's it, the boys? The boys, yeah. yeah. That's
1: me. I just don't know why you go to and go I'm swimming. I'm fucking lazy, mate. Every other day. I'd rather be sat at home oh, than really him,
2: f- playing with Lego. <laughs>
3: mm,
2: you know, we've got my Lego model sat in the middle of the table here now. <laughs> yeah, what are you building? So I bought a Caterpillar D11 bulldozer from the Lego store in London the other day. It was four hundred pounds, and it's four thousand odd pieces, and it's fucking hard. <laughs> it, takes a, it takes a lot of concentration, man. I did three hours yesterday. You can have-
1: on the blocks for plus three yeah no i don't know
2: what it's three funny. hours on it yesterday I've not made a massive difference to it no oh, it's looking alright yeah we've we got we got an engine in it got what is it a V12 yeah she's a V12 yeah six yeah. six cylinders on the side she's a beauty she is a beauty I'll drive it off my phone once it's done and that'd be pretty
1: cool Ooh, I think cool. I'll get my money back for it too in all honesty I
2: don't know if you will mate Lego holds its value
3: quite
0: to hard, be fair mate. Lego gets yeah but out, out of the, the box
1: already, already done up on that yeah
0: yeah, you still got. The same. Not well, not asthma. As long as the box ain't uh, yeah, ripped, yeah, box is ripped. You could probably get like three hundred quid for it. Um, but it's my centerpiece. I'm
2: going to keep it. It'd be my mate. It's fucking cool. It'd be my talking point. Do I slag this? When, honest, when cool. I have when I have yeah, visitors, yeah. I'm like, you know, check out my bulldozer. Like, <laughs> you're fucking gay. Made it myself. You're sad. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand, though. No, they don't understand the in- the, uh, the intricacies. That's the word. Yeah, they're fucking complex, mate. There's a lot a, a lot of design and thought gone into that. Yeah, definitely. And for people like me trying to build it, it's non impossible, nearly.
1: I, I just got to find instructions, instructions, mate. trying to
2: find the fucking parts out like of the bags. Yeah, parts. and I told you how to do
1: that. It's <laughs> yeah. called knolling. where you, you got 300 all the... pieces, I, was, I ain't knolling that, mate. <laughs> yeah, you go, mate. Where am I going to knoll? Because it's it? easier. Well, you got a massive table here. It's a so knolling? knolling. It's. it's cr- it, I think it's a it was um, a process that was created ages ago, but I think uh, a famous artist popularized it. What knolling is, and it, it, Lego is a good example, but you can use it for like <clears throat> if you're taking apart a real engine. And you mm-hmm. So basically, you line up every single part, you put it all out, spread it all out on a flat surface, and everything needs to be um, perpendicular to like the table edges. And so you group them. So, <laughs> and so it's easy because you've got everything laying out in front of you, because it's not all like yeah. mixed up and all. It's your, all neatly ordered. Your eyes will draw. Yeah, it. your eyes. Or like, say you've on this Lego PC, you've got five pieces of the same thing, but they're used at different parts. You'll automatically, if you, you've found, you've gone to pick up that one piece already. When you come back to pick up it again, yeah, it's gonna. Be, you know it. You know where it is, and it's gonna make you. It's going to make your building process more efficiently. Yeah. It's just a long game on that. Picking out the fucking bags, mate. So annoying. <laughs> you could even knoll it and then group them in what the bags order. So, like, that's one bag there, two bags, three bags, four. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll get there. I suppose if you're only doing like a couple hours each night, you don't want to go of it. I've only done
1: three hours on it this week. It's I'm, not good enough, mate.
2: I'm never here. More am always a uh, girlfriend, you know.
0: It'll get there. I'll not see it done. It'll get done.
1: Cool. So, anyway, I think is that is that physical health.
0: I Don't got one more question actually um, on, question. about health. On your scales, does it tell you what the percentage of your body is water? Yes. Really? Tells me, yeah. What? How much? Yeah. What is that? Because it does have my scales as well. Um, I couldn't really find so it in online. In how? How does it work that out? Because when you stand on it, since it's in this, apparently supposed to this electric current tree.
1: body water, sixty three point three percent. You, you are majority, mate. Eight
0: sixty point eight percent.
2: You majority of water, aren't you? Majority made of water.
1: But I don't body. know, broad uh, Lewis M D.
2: Bulk of your body is water,
1: isn't it? I don't know. Everyone do knows that. You did the triple science, mate.
2: Yeah, you tell us. Like a cucumber, just <laughs> lot of water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or big melon in your case. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I think. There are some animals that are mostly water, like jellyfish, I think yeah, I think the human brain is mostly water too, well it's you well, just said his water content sixty percent, that's over half of his body. Do you think Liz? by um, the weight, yeah. yeah well if water, if most your brain's water and most your body's water like you're telling us now, yeah, is it inconceivable to think that the moon uh, can affect your mood? If it can bring tides in and out? Uh
2: that is a very good question. <laughs> I imagine some people probably believe in that, but I'm gonna say no. <laughs> 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 right, Turns look into a werewolf at night. Uh, some people believe in all that sort of stuff, don't they?
0: I just don't relate to our horoscopes chat. Yeah, yeah. I can see I can see the logic. People but... say when the full moon's out, people get, you know. Talk about horoscopes Holy. and star signs. Uh-huh. Uh
1: You were talking about how there was a time of day when you're born or the time you're born affects your horoscope or something you were saying last couple of episodes ago. They've
0: adjusted the horoscope. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was talking to a girl on Tinder and um, she had three... (laughs) (laughs) She <laughs> so had three three horoscopes in a bio, mm. and I'm a Scorpio. And uh, she had Scorpio and an up arrow, right? What? And I thought, I saw a message there going, yeah, I'm a Scorpio, so that's fucking good then, we're compatible. Mm. She's like, nah, 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 nah. It's like, basically, it's a fad at the minute where people put in their exact, like, time of birth, and it tells you, like, what, like... I forgot what it exactly is. It's like your emotions at the moment are Scorpio and your life is this. And you, oh, okay. Different aspects of your life are different um, star signs. Right. I, I'm write it to myself. I thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, up on Scorpio. I'm <laughs> fucking in It There's
2: <laughs> <It's> nothing <laughs> to do with Scorpio. That's fucking retarded, man. That's, yeah,
1: it's just, it, yeah, that draft. is a bit. It's, like, just an, it's just another way for it. It's just, basically, what this app creation has done, they've gone, oh, do you know what? We'll fucking make up this bullshit on star signs.
0: Yeah, how can we milk this? Yeah, how about? can we milk
1: it? Yeah. Oh, we'll just change. We'll change it. Uh, we'll change it up a
2: little bit in how the um process mm. works. It's just trend setting, isn't it? Because one once person, one person
1: does it, it just creates a trend. Yeah, it does, it is a trend at the minute. I think <sighs> we fucking
0: retards. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's a weird one. But yeah, I don't believe it. Pose shit. the moon question to: it. How are you doing on Tinder? I feel oh, sorry. Should we wait for no, a no segment. No, no, we can go straight. Are we? Thing. Are we done with body fat shaming? <laughs> 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 Perhaps
2: I should ask: How are you two doing on Tinder? Not great.
1: All right. Yeah, I'll go through like waves of like. Thinking, oh fucking, hell. not not matching anybody I like, buddy, buddy. But I match a few people, and they're fucking thousands of miles away. You think, how oh, the fuck do you get through the net? <laughs> <laughs> match some people; their first three pictures are quite good, and then you get to their fourth, fifth picture, and you like, fuck, that's the true you. I don't want that. Into yeah. the back, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone puts the best
2: photos first. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of it.
1: Um, so yeah, so <sighs> I got a few matches. Talking to a few people. Any dates lined up potentially? Uh. I'm talking to this one girl. Um, it's going quite well. She's she's actually ticks a couple of boxes for me. Nice. Um, and I haven't got a date lined up, but probably think about lining it up. But she is panse- pansexual and bisexual. What the fuck does that Which mean? Which doesn't really bother me,
0: but... It's a sexual attraction to... You know, it's you poach eggs. Fry and <laughs> 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 No, st- I don't know what it is. It's <laughs> they don't... They
1: they set basically they they don't care what identity you are what ide- you identify as they just find People. anyone attractive if they yeah. find you attractive they find you attractive a that person could be, regardless of the gender yeah like, oh it example. could be transsexual it could be gay or whatever they just find everybody attractive
0: you'll be right then you're a nonce <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh
1: my god. <laughs>
0: Well uh, I I I think that just describes everyone though really, isn't it? Love is love, you love who you love. What's your tinder to say, yeah, George? Go on, George. Oh pretty bad man. I I matched one girl and I sent her a message saying, Hey, I, I like your bio <laughs> She never never replied. Strong. And then Why did you say hey I like your bio? That's a poor opener. Well, I I I don't know she wasn't that fit. I don't know, man, I panicked, it was the first match. <laughs> Now I'm panicking, and then I, I noticed <laughs> I'm gonna lose yeah. my job. Yeah. <laughs> and then I noticed that there's a lot of girls have as their passion, gym rat, right? And they all love gym and stuff like that. You not, know? not for you. Well, I thought I, you know, I'd, I'd put myself out there, my athleticism out there. So I changed my bio to: um, <clears throat> I recently attained a new personal best for a five-mile run, one mile. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, it's not working <laughs> uh, the problem is guys, And I did match someone else but I only matched her because I saw in the blurred image that I was like oh, that's that person I just wanted another match constant struggle isn't it I just don't know what to say to these people I don't know what to put on my bio I just want to make shit jokes all the time and I don't know if that's but I'm not swiping very regularly anymore there'll be a girl
2: interested. out there that likes that shit but just how, how yeah, do you
1: they... find them where do you find them we had this chat before, didn't we, and just... I think you find it when you're not looking, you know. Oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to talk about that a bit, actually. I wanted to, because we, we didn't... Lewis, this is another thing Lewis cut you off on, George. Mm. And you were going, wow, and you were explaining it, wow, because we've had this conversation before. So I want to revisit it. Talking about uh, the differences and why online dating is no good for guys or girls. Right. right. So for guys, like we said before, the competition's really high. And like you were saying, George, like you could send a message to a girl and they've got 50 other messages, right? Yeah. And so to stand out is actually extra difficult. And then <clears throat> on Reddit, there was a fair few posts on dating apps for girls and how actually they're really poor for girls as well because they get so many matches. It's so tough to filter out these people. Mm. And so it sucks for them as well. Um, so, I don't know, dating apps, pff, I think I've just come to the conclusion, even though I'm using them, they're pretty shit. Do you think they'll become a thing of the past? Because when, you're not the only people that are going to say that, are you? But like I said, like I said before, I just—if you don't have used dating apps or you don't online date—you are literally reducing your potential partners to people you so accidentally interact with randomly, either at work, on a night out, yeah, or friends of friends. You know what I mean? You're. Like, you're reducing your potential
0: partners. Yeah, you've got a smaller net. What I will say on this topic is when I'm at work, obviously, as I've mentioned previously, a lot of old people come there. And I see couples come in that are old, and they've been married for, like, 50 years, and they're still having a laugh and a joke. And I thought, well, you guys found each other about dating apps, you know? You guys are happy. How did you meet? And they, they went to dances. you Different know. I was about to say. They yeah. didn't have social, but they forced to go out. Yeah. Era, yeah, more mate. people went to the pub as well. Different more era. people went out. Because being... <clears throat> back in the day, obviously, pubs were filled with more people. For various reasons. One of those reasons being there's nothing to do at home and your home was fucking freezing cold. So you go down the pub, there's a fire on, there's loads of people, it was social. Nowadays, obviously, this dating app. Have sort of come about because people are at home, they don't go out as often, I suppose. People are watching telly or watching their phones, you yeah? know. But it's changed the rules of engagement, the game's changed. So instead of going up to somebody to quote a wise man, bold as brass, and say, Uh, what's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, they turn it's <laughs> <laughs> you know. I think that's more rare. I don't know. I
2: think girls don't want it, mate. Like, these days,
0: I don't think that's true. Some girls, I think there's a lot of tension, definitely. Yeah, people think you're being you're creeping on them. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one, mate. Instead of just saying, uh, "Oh, the, I'm all right, thank you." The creeping you know. thing is bullshit. I hate I hate the whole creeping on girls thing in terms of.
1: It's a double standard because if you're attractive and the girls likes you, mm. it's not creepy. It's endearing. Yeah, exactly. But if you're like a bit of a weirdo type of guy, anyway, a bit smelly, <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to chat up a bird, you suddenly become a fucking weirdo creep. Mm. It's just a, and, and it's just a fact of life. That's just how it works. But it's some bullshit double standards, you know. And some things that if a girl's interested in you, nothing's going to be creepy.
0: Do you know what I mean? Mm. If they're really into you to be fair i read a Rolling Stones article about marilyn manson the other night um because someone in a reddit thing said he was a piece of human trash and he said this is this will describe why it took me about 45 minutes to read the article and about all the fucked up shit he did to women or just did in general and i thought but but he's still but he still got these girls, you know what I mean? And people could see, obviously they didn't know what he was going to be like behind closed doors, but you can see from his performances and what he sings about and his lyrical content, how he looks and stuff, he's going to probably be a fucking weirdo. Yeah. But then they were still attracted to yeah, him. That's you know, yeah, that's true. Probably the
2: fame had something to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the a Monet, the yeah. yeah the 100%. Grubies.
0: 100%. It's difficult. I suppose. A lot of them said, though, about him that he was very charismatic to begin with, and that probably lord them in. yeah and i guess who he is on stage is perhaps a persona is is he actually like that in real life i don't know well the article is basically saying that he became his persona and that's why he's he all that fucked up shit because mm. he started to morph into this stage personality but i don't know he's fucking weirdo anyway he's a strange guy is know um but i don't know i don't know if he's ever been convicted or anything i'm not sure I didn't, didn't want to read the Wikipedia because I didn't want to go down fucking rabbit hole. It's already three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh <laughs> Spent 45 God. minutes reading this article. Oh, my God. Oh, Night, Alan. But if Marilyn Manson can do it, we can do it. So <laughs> I'll keep on swiping. <laughs> anyway, I guess there was a slight, we talk about youth and stuff, there's a slight segue
1: into this one, but not really. <laughs> I'm just glitching straws straws here. I thought we could revisit the juvenile delinquency chat we had last episode. Because I found myself quite passionate about it. Lewis is racking his brains. But you were basically saying about the younger generation. You guys were saying the younger generations. Oh, yeah, yeah. About naughty. what get up to, yeah. So I thought, uh, cause you know, I used to get it all the time from my grandma and granddad. I, I used to get quite passionate about it because I'm thinking, bullshit. You know, some of the stories my granddad was saying, he was fucking naughty. And he's got the cheek to say, fucking kids today are bad. It's like, mm. oh, you're fucking bad. So I did a, bit of, a little a bit of research. Um, just, just you know, wanted to actually get a bit of an idea of, uh, you know, I looked at a few studies and stuff. Um, the first thing, and I've, I've, re- I've referenced this article to many people before, is a good article to read. And this is not just juvenile delinquency. This is just the article is just on uh, older generations always slating younger generations. How 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 much it happens. So the the article on BBC uh, website. It's called "People Have Always Whinged About Young Adults." Here's proof and it basically just comes up with like uh, the whole page just of quotes on throughout history mm. about uh people complaining about youth um there's a few good quotes so there's one here it says uh they think they know everything and are always quite sure about it guess who said that aristotle mate <laughs> fourth century <laughs> um another one the children now love luxury they have bad manners contempt for the for authority they show disrespect for elders and love chatter in place of exercise.
0: Who said that? Uh, Aristotle. Julius then. Caesar.
1: Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it Socrates? Or
2: yeah, Socrates. Socrates. Yeah, yeah. Was he Greek?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, and Aristotle. I met him in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Best mates now.
2: Yeah, top, top
1: out. Um, this is a couple of quotes how, like, or throughout even like back in a way back in life looking centuries ago this has
2: been said throughout life yeah mm -hmm. exactly mad
1: um and then i was thinking about uh obviously teddy boys Mm. and i was thinking about you saying about subcultures um and i come to the conclusion that teddy boys are just the same as chavs and chavs are the same as mods and rockers they're all just a subculture and it's the same as skinheads Mm. and they're just all rebellious subcultures um so, like, a lot of the articles I read on Teddy Boys are like, and obviously this is cherry picking as well, like, there may be some good articles, but um, they're saying uh, juvenile delinquency and other socially disturbing behaviour, that's what they described, like, articles describe Teddy Boys as, one of the headlines was Ruthless Teddy Boys um, gang who went hunting for black people in Notting Hill. See sure. so, you know what I mean? It's like, and you still hear, Wow, well, I don't think it quite goes on now, but... I'm, I certainly remember um, talking to my uncle when I worked in construction about uh, back in the day when he worked in London. Mm. So we're like, some of the white construction workers would go out what they called, I'm not going to say the word,
0: but pee bashing. And <laughs> that was literally you, a thing. Yeah. It's still the yeah. same now, man. Yeah. yeah. It, it still goes on. It happened, man. It did happen. The EDL. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're probably just
2: a modern version.
1: And so then I looked at youth crime and youth crime rates. Right. And essentially got in this studio saying youth crime rates are really difficult to get an accurate picture of because, number one, um, the way crimes are reported and statistics are reported, mm. de- it like varies depending on the political party in charge, blah, 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 so it's actually quite difficult. But they did say that there has been a slight increase recently, but the overall trend is a period of long-term decline in right. in um detected youth crime um and the study found that there's a tendency for public to overestimate the scale of youth crime and this is quite interesting they said one of the maybe biggest factors for this is um the media and ease of information hmm. and how you've got you know they didn't say this in an article but it's like the daily mail coming out with shit that young person's done or because everybody's... And also, like, social media, you've got so much more access to news articles and stuff. Yeah, it's to your fingers. Yeah, mm-hmm. you tend to think, or you've got more access to it, so you think it's a bigger problem than it is. Yeah, you perceive it to yeah. be a bigger problem than it is. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, then there's another study, and it was just saying that um, people, you know, people who... Kick off about young people tend to forget because it's such a long time ago what they were like when they're eighteen or <laughs> before eighteen, yeah. and the development process they've gone through to be who they are today. Because they're an upstanding citizen now, Yeah. they judge it more harshly on people who aren't, even though they probably might have been like that at one point in their lives. And I wanted to say about you, when we were, and I called you out, and I was like, "Oh yeah," but you were like, "It was petty crime, like only robbing a couple of things from shops." But I was equally. Yeah, I did some naughty things when I was younger, like, equally the same. It's just, for some people, it's part and parcel of growing up, mm. you know, maturing.
2: There's just a lot of judgment, isn't there, from, the, from a lot of the older generation, but...
1: Yeah, so what do you guys think? Are you still on... Uh,
2: people forget their uh, backgrounds, I think, a lot. They forget their upbringing, don't they? So you,
1: do you still think... The one thing I do think is different is that, like, and I do think this is true... Um, even though I've got no studies or stats to back it up, but I think I suppose you maybe got less knife crime and killing people, mm. like between youths, youth on youth knife crime. Back in the day probably. I don't know.
0: Um <clears throat> I, I suppose if you look at and it's difficult to, to say I suppose you'd have to look at the statistics, but I think knife crime is on the up. However you know back in the 1960s people were still carrying guns people still had guns and people still carried knives like people carried knives all the time people went to school with a knife but i think the culture perhaps was different in terms of like saying you know that you you know people say about the youth at the time that you know that they're bad I can well I can well understand that. I think the problem is when people look at the kids, they want them to be like you, but they're not cause they're a new generation and new things happen. And it's the same with, you know, when people talk about boomers, like their outlook on life. Their parents, I think, with, which was the greatest generation, or the science generation, would have hated on boomers, but now boomers have this attitude of like, well, we're right. And that does trickle down. And I completely agree. Uh, th- throughout history, you know, but then I guess it depends what what are those people doing. So back in Aristotle's days and Socrates' days, what were the Greek youths getting up to? What were they doing? Because I know <laughs> I know that Aristotle and Socrates at the time in uh, in ancient Greece they had a habit: the men of fucking young boys. Oh, <laughs> oh shit right? oh. And, damn uh, Yeah, the because homosexuality well this can you know spiral out into what we're talking about the uh, <clears throat> the Greeks didn't believe in homosexuality but they believed that if they fucked somebody they weren't the ones that were gay it was whoever they were fucking was gay oh, yeah. so they would fuck little boys yeah, yeah. it happened in other cultures you as, as well if you're only a if you only have half of you receive, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that was their that was their mentality. But what they found is then those boys grow up to then do the same thing because then it's a vicious cycle. So I suppose in that instance, you could say, well, both generations what they were doing was wrong, and then whatever the Greek youths were getting up to is that as bad as all these old Greek dudes fucking teenage boys? You know, it's relative. Mm-hmm. So then I think if we then take that to our time and think right what was the generation that come before us doing and you mentioned the skinheads <laughs> just bear with me fella i think you'll find this quite interesting you mentioned the skinheads now i used to work at the fella who was part of an anti-fascist communist uh group when he was a teenager in and around liverpool and they would go out in groups of people gangs i suppose you could say gang of people finding skidheads and neo-nazis and then having fights with them Hmm. and he was telling me this like oh isn't that great isn't that great i was like well yeah sure it's great you know yeah i suppose is it better to be and i was kind of like well yeah maybe it's better to be an anti-fascist than a fascist but at the end of the day you were still a gang of people going out and fighting another gang of people so then, from an outside perspective of everyone else that's not part of that subculture, it's just mods and rockers fighting each other, or what whatever it it may be. So I guess it's all quite it's all quite bad. Um, but I think today the the knife crime, um, and more and more recently, gun violence again is coming back to the forefront, and the proliferation of drugs. Even though drugs existed back then, I think. Like we said last time, it's more accessible, more people getting in on it. Combine that with the fact that people have a higher chance of being exposed to these ideas through social media. Is it more prolific? What do you think, Lewis? Well, I think crime has been
2: about forever and always will be about. However, it just... Uh, it, I think it moves to the fashion and trends of life. So, mm. back in the day in ancient Greece, they were probably robbing fucking fruit off stools <laughs> and shit like that. But now, come to now, you've got like you know, kids listening to rap music, and they've got a lot of dark messages in some of them mm. that influences them. And there's a lot of cybercrime now because that's the era we're living. And that that you know what I mean? That'll yeah. probably take over eventually. You won't get mugged down the road. You'll just get your bank account hacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, won't so need to hold, they won't need to hold you up for twenty pounds cash. They're going to hold you up for like lot, two hundred on your bank. They're just going to take it. to
1: steal your bitcoins. Was that your level three point? That it... was level three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you are right, Lewis. That <laughs> is an interesting like, point, yeah, about the cybercrime. When
2: people, when I don't know if it will happen, if people, you know, cash disappears and we all go digital, there going to be people there. You know, they're going to be exposed, and people are going to do it. You're
1: going to be held up. By an artificial
0: gun in the metaverse,
1: mate. <laughs> <laughs> I did see in the other day someone uh,
0: in the metaverse playing poker and someone's vaping, and a guy took a vape out the guy's mouth and threw it. The room. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, so I, I do want to get your points. Like, um you got
1: does it, has your view changed, or are you still firmly believer that? The kids younger than us growing up now are they worse?
2: I just think they're doing. I, I just think they're doing worse things than what we were. Like what?
1: Like what? Worse things? Well,
2: you know, the fucking disruptive behaviour, being yobs and smashing people's property and stuff. You know what I mean? A lot like people coming out to them and saying, you know, you can stop that, and they just give them a lot of back chat. Because back in the day, I would have done that.
1: Yeah, but do you not? Do you not? Do you not speak to people? In our local area, who did that sort of stuff? Like, I I don't want to yeah, name drop these yeah. people. There was a group of people. Maybe it's just them specific characters. Yeah, that's what and that's my point. Like, that was my point about youth today. death. They're like, always the ones that get highlighted. Yeah, the worst. Yeah, exactly. And like, we had bad apples in our generation or our year, and people younger than us have bad apples as well. They don't do. I wouldn't say they they're doing anything worse than what our people in our year were doing. I think maybe, like this thing saying, you've got old one because now you're upstanding citizen. <laughs> yeah. To a degree. <laughs> um, that now you're judging them more harshly, even though when you were in that moment, you weren't necessarily engaging in those sort of criminal activities, but you knew people, your peers,
2: were, were doing that. i okay. You know what the They leave me alone.
0: Yeah, I guess... No problems. I think... Once it starts happening in your part of the town, there's a thing in chronology called NIMBY or something like that, not in my backyard, where people are for things happen. A bit like refugees, people say, oh yeah, oh, we should take more refugees, but then you ask them, are you going to take a refugee? And they're like, going I fucking take a <laughs> refugee. It's a bit like that, so the other day I was walking to, the, to go get my haircut you know that electricity box that we've often had pisses and thrown out there and stuff on the way back from night town? It was three, like, hooded youths with beers, smoking weed. I can smell the weed as soon as I left my house. And I walked past them and they all, like, stared at me. Instead of being like, oh, you're right, mate. They were, like, s- trying to stare me down. <laughs> and I just carried on walking and thought, fuck, you never got that down my road. And then I realised, oh, actually, during lockdown, the whole road smelled weed because I was out of my garden <laughs> smoking weed all the time. So... There are probably people, I'm thinking, oh, it's getting really bad. The youths are now on my road, but the people next door are probably thinking for the first like ten years, like, oh, great, the youths are the youths are now down my road. <laughs> so, like, it's all it's all perspective. Um, I think in terms of disruptive behaviour, I think the disruptive behaviour is is more. Uh, of an issue in the classroom, and now class sizes have got bigger, and there's you know the education system's got larger, and they're making cuts here and cuts there, or they're putting funding in weird places, or just the general mentality of how to deal with these people disruptive elements in school now because they're not taken out like they used to be. I think then that bleeds out into more kids. Yeah, and if you've got a class of 30 kids, it's hard for one teacher to give all of them. You know, top quality education. And so you've got one or two rogue elements in that classroom causing disruption. That's going to affect more kids than it probably did back then. Do you not think, though, that in our year we had loads of disruption?
1: I mean, you might not. To be honest, George, the thing is, you might not have seen it because you were in these high set classes. High set classes. Some of the classes I was <laughs> in, mate, and the people I know, it was lethal. <laughs> I know, it was lethal. I know. They're like, I was in like, I don't know, God bless the school for trying, right? <laughs> but they put, like, loads of naughty kids in one class for, like, French or German, mate. And mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing? And these kids don't want to learn another language, right? They're not interested. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, I felt so... that It was fucking carnage, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, there's no... Because no one's interested in learning. People are just doing stupid ass shit. More people... People are more interested in having a banter with the teacher and e- mm. each other than fucking... And I, I just think... You're flogging a dead in- dead horse here, like. Yeah. And it's same for like I've been in math classes where like the whole class had got like two. Two or three warnings, literally everyone in the class, <laughs> yeah, right. That is insane, mate. <laughs> right. So, I think disruption. I don't know about you, like what you had in your classes. We
2: didn't we do maths together,
1: that was late when I was talking, I think it was in year nine. I was thinking about yeah. the disruption, but in our math class, you were probably the person doing the disrupted, yeah, <laughs> you weren't that bad to be fair. But I, I used to kick off regularly.
0: Yeah, Miss, so I sat in the back of a class once doing my tech coursework in a classroom. I don't know. I think people had already done their maths, so it was the people that needed to do it again. You were in there. Lucy was in there, I think. And anyway, she went out crying. You called her a slag or something. Like <laughs> things, I was like, there on that one. Things were escalating in this classroom. I'm sat at the back doing my tech call. I don't know why they put me in there, but I was like, what the hell is going on here? It's just like every maths <laughs> no, The listen, story Jesus. was.
1: And to be fair, you were right for calling them out because she, looking up at it now, she was like, What she said was quite harsh, and uh, I she said, remember. Yeah, we may, we may be, out, might have to cut this. I don't know, it depends what you feel about this, Liz. But we you were bantering back and forth, and she could never, ever really take banter that well, to no. be And she turned around and said, Oh, yeah, your mum's a fucking dinner lady, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And the teacher's happen to go at Lewis because Lewis is about to say something back, <laughs> right? Because they're bantering each other. She's like, Lewis, get out, and as he stands, he goes, Yeah, well, Lucy. Your mum's a fucking slag. I know I am. Absolutely, you're uh, yeah. yeah. um, But yeah. yeah, I don't think you were ever that bad. There, there was certainly, I don't, we can't name drop of in the podcast, but. There's certainly loads of people I know were just like lethal in classes, mate. Lethal. Like it was fun to be
0: disruptive. I hate to say it, it was fun sometimes. Mm. We, to be fair, though, in science, Og, we were second top set, and me, you, and Sam, as we mentioned on previous, yeah, podcasts, but that's 63. only
1: because we were in there. If if I wasn't there or Sam wasn't there. Oh, you wouldn't have been doing anything. Yeah, I'd have been quite a little yeah. bit the back, yeah. And everybody else in the class would have been fine. Yeah. Because the disruptors are in there,
0: mate. That's probably why they sit people alphabetical and don't let you choose. Oh, yeah. Because when 100%. you choose... Um, And going back to what you were saying about um being in a class with all the naughty kids in, you said I was in all the top sets. The One subject that I wasn't in the top set for was French, right? And I remember one French lesson. I wasn't in the... I don't think I was in that class for too long, but because they just knew I'd just fucking given up on trying to learn French. Sorry, Lewis, could I question <laughs> you up there? Because you gave me another Guinness. Yeah, the one way. of the pint cans, are laying down. Yeah. And I really opened my eyes to what you're talking about. It was insane, man. <laughs> <laughs> there were, it was almost like comical. People were throwing paper planes around, people were throwing pencils at each other. rubbers. There were people just. Up and walking around the classroom as if it was <laughs> playground, and like the teachers go into like each table trying to get people to get on with their work. Man, I was like, this is insane! I've never seen anything like this, and she'd completely lost control. And that's a regular occurrence, right? In these classrooms.
1: In these classrooms.
0: Do you think though that it's better to have all the disruptive people in one room and just let them? Yeah. Do whatever. Yeah, like yeah. Although 100%. it might be unfair for them.
1: No, no, I, <laughs> no, I completely agree, like, um, yeah, if you put them in a higher set, and they were being disruptive, they're only going to bring everybody else down, mm. whereas if you put them in with people who don't care, also, they can't get any lower, can they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, But yeah, I met the classes, like, some of the classes I've been in are just absolute carnage, like. But some of them were all right. It depends on the, how good the teacher was. Like some teachers, um, really control the class, and you know, if they bantered a little bit with the naughty kids, they, in some fucked up way, the kids would give them a bit of respect. Mm. I don't know why. I guess If they were they extra strict, friends instead of enemy. Maybe yeah. If they were extra sh- strict, I feel like the kids would just like prey on that. Yeah. And like for life skills, like oh, that was yeah. carnage as well. Yeah. yeah. We had um. One teacher, I'm going to call her Mrs. F. Do you know? can you remember her? She did life skills. She was new in the final years of we went to school.
0: Um, and she, and God bless yeah. her, she
1: was a new teacher, right? So <laughs> she wasn't really. I don't think she should have been a teacher. She was a nervous wreck, right? <laughs> and kids are just fucking cruel, aren't they? I, I can't remember like specific instances, but like. Kids would just like back chatter, like wouldn't care, and she would like just like physically like ex- implode in classes. But kids love it, don't they? They're like fucking out. Teacher's imploding—that's great.
2: <laughs> yeah, you show your weakness, mate. I, I suppose
1: one one thing that can always um, <laughs> open it
0: all the way, open it all the way. It will let the gas out. Um, Jesus Christ! Uh, another of thing glass, pal.
1: You were in RPE classes, and they used to be bad.
3: <laughs>
1: mm. I can yeah. remember making a PE teacher cry mm. I didn't do it personally but our class did and we had to have only, only certain PE teachers could take our classes after that because we were playing football and to be fair the teachers is a bit silly and stupid for doing this and he made us do like passing drills lined up against a hedge that over the hedge was a road the mm. main road and like just being kids, like just nailing the ball at each other. They're not trying to pass it; like just <laughs> nailing, trying to hit each other. And these balls are flying over the hedge into the middle of the road. And one of the kids in our <laughs> yeah, in our tutor actually mm. was just fucking running across the road, grabbing all these balls, <laughs> mate. With cars screaming past his shit. I like, think the teacher was shitting himself. Like, yeah, that's what was gonna get. yeah. And there's like other times in that play cast when um. Because we had, like, our school grounds was quite a large field. Whenever the air ambulance used to land in our local area, it used to land in the school field. And this air ambulance is circling to land. And all these kids start running over towards it and pretend it's a fucking uh, chopper gunner, mate. <laughs> and <laughs> pretend it's called a duty. Get down, get down, get down. This poor thing's trying to fucking land, mate. And they're landing in the middle of the field. Someone's, someone's dying somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and they went mad at that as well. And I think after those couple of instances, mate, or like there was an instance where like we were taking mud off the bottom of our fucking boots after rugby training in the fucking, you know, in the sports hall. There used to be that benches, and it was just a massive mud fight, just throwing <laughs> mud at each other. <laughs> and the teacher comes in. All you can see is mud all up the windows, <laughs> up the walls. Like it's fucking everywhere, mate. Funny, isn't it? And it is funny, it but is like funny. they just go to the show. It's just some kids, and I think, like I said, it's all generations. I don't know. Maybe there's more kids like that nowadays. But in our school, maybe because the school's got bigger, the percentage mm. or the, there's more kids just because there's more it's kids going to that school. Have you seen it recently?
0: Yeah. They're building more there. Oh mate, it's
2: non-stop there. It's uh,
0: it's going to be a large place, mate. Very large. It's already, mate, compared to what it was like when we were there. It's fucking massive, and they they're an academy. They a part of like another school is now part of the campus man like oh really yeah yeah yeah. that's mental <laughs> i guess uh, the, the examples you just given then i would say the problem with p lessons is you have like what 30 or more kids because it's two tutors put together so it's like almost i know the boys and girls were separated so they're probably still 30 sorry You've got 30 kids they're not in their uniform anymore they're in sports gear and this i guess speaks wider about the problem of like or why kids should wear uniform. Everyone's there in like kit to do activities. And so when something happens, like the, tra- <laughs> the air ambulance flying in, it's very easy to lose control of everybody <laughs> because they, all these kids, like massive amount of kids get overexcited. They're in the gear, ready to be running about anyway. And then you just kind of be like, fucking hell, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. let It, <laughs> chopper, it. <laughs> it <laughs> just spirals <laughs> out of control.
1: Um, yeah. And just to you, again, okay, this is maybe delaying it a little bit but still on school. Um, on topic of school uniform, my mum is a massive proponent of school uniform. I don't think people are always like who are against school uniform don't I don't think fully appreciate the issues of not having school uniform. And like when my blessed my sisters when they were younger when it's non school uniform day, my mum pretty much sent them in school uniform, like, <laughs> oh, know. But the problem with not having school uniform, there's one school in our sort of larger local area that was non uniform but i think they've just changed well a while ago they changed back to uniform but what people don't understand is it increases like um bullying or mm. increases like it highlights where people probably come from a bit more poorer families mm. like you know, uniform makes you all the same, no matter what, where you come from, your background. If it fucking stinks on your brand, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kid okay, the kids yeah. On. yeah, But imagine yeah. them being the kid who doesn't have the latest trainers, doesn't have the latest yeah. branded clothes. You're uniform, aren't you? Because you can't afford it. You are uniform. Exactly. All, all the same, all equal. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't think people appreciate that. Like, people who are, like, non-uniform uh, people who love, like, yeah, who argue for non-uniform. I don't think they appreciate like it, the a- a- extra issues it causes. It does help in later life as well, you know, I mean, if
2: you have to wear a uniform to work, you mm. know, or how to look presentable and how to look smart.
0: Well, I don't know about that. We had clip on ties at school, so I'd. Yeah, I well, didn't that's know. because we would get peanut in each Man, I say to kids, no, do you know what peanut in it? And they're like, no. Oh, I'm no, like, no, oh man, man, you don't know the fucking ignominy of those, it's robust, those right it? people peanut in you, which is like you'd pull the tie down as hard as your kids so the knot become really tight. And then you'd have to spend the next lesson trying to, first of all, get it off. <laughs> and then a knot in it. Look a fucking noose, wasn't it? Yeah, it was bad. But uniform is good, man. I am a mass. I believe in uniform, 100%. When I go to work, I wear uniform.
2: It's nice to feel part of a team as well in uniform. Yeah, but
0: the only form you like is a Nazi uniform. <laughs> as as <that. laughs> You do keep asking me why I'm wearing jackboots. No, nah, like, I used to wear a polo shirt with the... <clears throat> Sorry, cut that <laughs> with the pub logo on it. Um, and then I, when I become a manager, I started wearing a shirt. But what I did was I bought seven of the same shirt, and so every day I get up and I look the same. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I prefer that so much more than having to wear something different at the time. Yeah, because of the washing. Yeah, people recognise me. They know I'm the manager because I'm dressed for the occasion. One time in summer when it was really hot, man, I sweated through my shirt and I had to put one of these polo shirts back on. Oh, no, and all of a sudden, I lost all my authority because I looked like uh, the new kit, the new pot wash. <laughs> yeah. It just changes it. And so it puts you in the mood for work. And this is what people don't realize. So here the, I hear the kids, they're all like 16 to 18 at work say... Oh, uniform shit, uniform shit. I'm like, right, but it puts you in the mood for learning. How does it? They only wear a top. You know what I mean? They
2: wear fucking leggings and fuck knows what. Yeah, well, that's just what I
0: said. When you guys go out on a night out, you have a uniform, don't you? Yeah, you get dressed up. It's not uniform in the sense that everyone's wearing it, but it's very similar in the sense that all the girls got fucking tiny little dresses on from Pretty Little Thing or ASOS.
2: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're all there. Like they all shop at ASOS. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I just my mind went in three different directions and I just <laughs> it's just
1: the look on his face he looks at the, the plus size models yeah
0: yeah he's <laughs> yeah, so, so he triple X so. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, but uh anyway, a... it puts you in the mood. If I if I said to you guys, right, why don't you go to the nightclub wearing a blazer and a tie? Oh, mate, yeah. You'd feel Imagine so uncomfortable, wouldn't you? But
2: I got a I got a shirt from work in the day. I asked for one so just have them delivered, you know. A, it's it's beneficial to me. I don't have to wear a, a you know a high vis because It's getting hot. Mm. And B, part of the team, mate. Yes, it, it exactly. does. It
1: does make you. I am a boyfriend. bit
2: wary about wearing it out in public, if I'm honest. Cause it's yeah, got, you don't want to wear it. has got public. certain branding on it, which upsets some people. I mean, okay, yeah. I'll go in the shops with it on if I have to, but you know what I mean.
0: It's funny because last week you were saying about white-collar job scam. And then here <laughs> yeah, you are, mate, getting accosted by <laughs> normal old ladies in the shop.
1: <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, we've been going for 57 minutes. So, Do you guys want to take a break? Yeah, I need to piss. And then we can think about it. <laughs> so we can move on to
0: a ne- another topic after. This is our stop telling you I need to piss after every I'll just, <laughs> i I'll,
2: I'll just go now. Everyone can probably hear me stand up and <laughs> knocking about.
0: <bat>. George, <laughs> yeah. get me a drink. <laughs> yeah. You get me a bit? Right, we'll be back with you in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Two shakes for Lambsdale.
2: Right, there we go, we're back. We're back. Mm-hmm. So we are now officially back after our refreshment break. <laughs> <laughs> You're in break. And we were just having a little chat there, weren't we? Mm. If, any, if you could have anyone in the world, dead or alive, on the podcast, who would it be? Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> i said that, I don't fucking know,
0: so I'll start with Yeah, you well, I need guys. to think about it. So. I think that we, we should probably do people who are alive as one category and people who are dead as one Oh, that's category. too much, yeah. I'm going to have to give you one. Okay. We'll just go alive then, alive.
1: Oh yeah, but well, that's too hard, as well. Just anyone, just anyone. anyone yeah, just keep, anyone. Leave it open-ended.
0: Who do you most like to ask
1: questions? Genghis Khan, no, I don't know. Who is Genghis Khan?
2: Who is Genghis Khan? don't know, did he shag loads of women?
0: He, he was a Mongol, I think. <laughs> a mongrel <laughs> <talk>? a, <laughs> no, a mongolian <laughs> oh. and you fucking his... big fat Mongol. <laughs> his hordes invaded england basically and they reckon that he loads of people are descendants of him because he raped so many people but decent oh shit I can... feel bad for saying he's a
1: top shagging yeah, he's a talk... <laughs> top rapist yeah it's a tough match. <laughs> I, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Rape is a hard topic to start on a podcast as well, so I don't think Genghis would be a good
2: one. <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite a musical person. Well, I'm not musical. I like music. I oh, know a, a good, like Phil Collins. He's fucking cool. He's I know shit, exactly. how I get the shit out on game. the drums. You know what I mean? Phil Collins has lived alive, made some bangers. Did you say you shit on the drums? Shit's hot. Oh. Yeah, he's the boy on the what, drums. What would you ask him? I don't know. How'd you play the drums? <laughs> <laughs> How do you get some good?
0: Can you, Phil? Can you give us hand with this Lego set? I've been doing it for three Phil, months. Are you an easy lover?
1: <laughs>
0: Phil, was that you in the gorilla outfit? Oh no,
2: yeah. look, someone like someone like, <laughs> someone like someone like someone like Sting or someone like that. You know. Fucking, yeah, but what are you going to ask him? What, what was, do you want to know about them? Who's it? Who's it? Michael Fleetwood. Well, it's Mick Fleetwood. That's the one. <laughs> shit, he was on Top Gear
1: the other day. I was watching. No, I don't know if it was the other day. It was a while ago, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was just on the telly the other well, day. Why can't it be can so crowded out?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, people like that. Uh,
1: yeah, but what are you going to talk to him, bro? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I'd get either Linus from Linus Tech Tips. Okay. Who the fucks that? Uh, he runs a YouTube channel, a really uh, big one. But he's a very like tech guy, but. He just can, he's so articulate when he talks about it and he's like, he's just like, got an opinion. I would have someone, basically, I've, two people I've got have like opinions on like everything, a wide range of topics so you could just talk to them about fucking anything. So number one, you know, like, and the other one would be CGP Grey. Who's that? Yes, to be he, fair, another CGP, that. No. CGP Grey
0: would be a fantastic guest. Yeah, because he's know.
1: just got so, he's got knowledge or he's got an opinion that he can articulate well on like everything. Mm.
0: He's got a very inquisitive mind, like his YouTube videos are so, I guess you could describe them all over the shop, but he'll do a video on one thing, and you're like, wow, and then that's something i never even considered. Yeah. And then like my- a month later, he'll put another one, I'm like, what the fuck, that's completely different, <laughs> but it's really interesting at the same time. What about you, George? Obviously, I'd love to get Eminem on the podcast, just ask him. Yeah, but what are you going to talk to him about? I'd, I'd just probably just sit here and listen and let him talk. Stare at him, like, why oh. be silent? If he was if he was silent. He was a mute. No, if he was no. silent and
1: he wanted you to like run the show, run like, interview him. Mm. What are you going to be asking him?
0: What would I ask him? I would ask him, if you ever considered doing a crossover with the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I really like Eminem, and but I've really been listening to a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers recently and I just thought, what could the two of them do together? Don't think it would be any good. Other than that, I would love to get Jordan... On the podcast, I think he's a fascinating man. And I would, what do you talk to him about? I would probably ask him all the questions that we've been talking about <laughs> on this podcast. Like, what do you think about child delinquency? Has it got worse? Has it, you know, what do you yeah. think of it? um What did you do as a kid that was naughty? Uh, <laughs> it was like, Tuesday, May, yeah, Ruffins and Fields. <laughs>
3: We're into the courses.
0: <laughs> Any anyone you could ask
2: that? Them questions to, couldn't you? Oh, no, yeah, but no, would they give you give good answers? It. Yeah. Oh no, I don't Phil Collins would.
1: Yeah, is Phil Collins got a view on education today.
2: Oh, I don't fucking know not uh, He's fucked, isn't
1: he? Yeah.
0: Who else <laughs> would be? I, t- I tell you what, he would be a fantastic guest. Is uh, Vladimir Putin? And you probably think, oh, yeah, that's funny. That's just because of Ukraine. But obviously, he is very charismatic in interviews that he does give. And You're a big watcher of these interviews, are you, mate? I've seen a few. Mate, he cracks jokes. Russian state all. media? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pravado, whatever <laughs> it's called truth. Uh, <clears throat> he's very charismatic and he jokes. And I would love to, to be the person to interview him post-Ukraine war and just see, like, was that all a facade? Like, how are you going to joke and finesse your way through these questions? <laughs> Son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, uh, Putin's a super interest. <laughs> you say, uh, it sounds bad to say. To it. Say that we're, we're not bigging him up. We're not condoning anything that but, he does. But, but like, I tell you what, mate. P- people, he got ignore people who don't think he's a super intelligent bloke, mate. Mm. Like, he was a KGB agent, wasn't he? Or mm. he was involved in? Yeah, Russian he was super KGB. Was like, it? Like, yeah, yeah, like he's he's gonna have known and seen some stuff politically that I just think is super interesting.
0: Just a quick. Facts about him, about him being in the KGB. Do you ever see him walking? He walks with one hand like still and the other one swings. Yeah, that's to, to get the gun access to gun his gate. gate. Anybody who walks like that still after not being in the KGB for however many years, that dude, like we could pick and part his breath. Maybe we could solve the Ukrainian crisis. Well, <laughs> he have his hand on the gun then, constantly? In no, KGB no. manuals, they were taught to, you would, like, the way you walked was to always have your hand knee gun basically and he still does it now and i would ask him do you do that for show pal pal this near fellow is that just for show, it's show. it did not look like you got a shooter in that probably jacket, an old yeah. habit mate probably a force you know i mean habits yeah there's a few other blokes that do it but it's mainly just him i, I think <clears throat> and this might sound like i'm derailing it but it's not no it, it. it's fine what's really popular at the moment on netflix unsolved mysteries People love an unsolved mystery, and like if you could go back in time and interview Adolf Hitler in his bunker in 1945, get some fucking answers for him <laughs> you know what I mean, but like he died, and so obviously it's not unsolved mystery because we know the sorts of things he did, or did he die yeah maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he's in Argentina, Argentina. <laughs> yeah with the rest of them, rest of them, but it would have been you know great podcast material, although it's controversial to just point put put some questions to him and just try and find out. What makes a to be honest, mate? I think it's
1: be ever the amount of people who want him on his podcast on their podcast. Yeah, He'll be in high demand. It'd <laughs> yeah. be in very high demand, mate. He'd be charging big fees. <laughs> hey, right, I
0: don't know. Look, Putin, if you're listening to this in your bunker, send us an email at Protomail dot com. We'd love to get you on. <laughs> can he speak? I assume he can speak English. Uh, I don't. He's always got a, a piece in his ear. <laughs> really? Yeah. When I thought speaking. he'd be able to speak English. If he's
1: KGB, he... they'd learn
0: other languages, surely. Yeah, but he was in. He was based in Germany, no, so he learned German. Yeah, well. I was about to say. I,
1: asked what I was about to say he was a spy, a overseas spy, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, and he funded like uh, groups in like West Germany and East Germany to like fight each other and destabilise each other. Man, the whole. Th- that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's great having. Uh, you know like yeah it'd be cool to have Eminem or Phil Collins or Jordan Peterson on the podcast and asking questions you know what I mean but to get a real maniac on here you know what I mean that's hot topic yeah John McAfee's dead now so he can't get it on. oh <laughs> OJ that would have been perfect as well who's that he made McAfee, you know, security antivirus. Oh uh-huh. yeah, but he had some absolutely mental views. <laughs> <So laughs> and he divorced. is mental. And he was well. Say so he's
1: he's dead now. He yeah. was mental, mate. He
0: was on the FBI. He's on the wanted list. Yeah, he was living. Was in it? It? He was on the run, Belize. mate yeah.
1: He was a fucking nutter, mate
2: he Made some shit off fucking antivirus software, though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what that matters Yeah, but they <laughs> pushed him out, didn't they? Completely didn't fucking they lost the
1: his mind? Yeah, yeah, because he's just fucking and he fucking loved drugs, fucking did crazy shit. Mad, isn't it? Mead about him, mate. I wonder if success did that to him, or he's just like that before. I don't know, it's a fine, I, think, I think it's a fine balance between being fucking crazy and genius, to be honest.
2: Yeah. I think you're the borderline, aren't you both?
0: I think the more success you get, and the more monetary wealth you get like the Elon... more you can have the ability to be insane rather than... Like yeah. Elon, <laughs> Elon <laughs> Musk. You're not trying it, to hide down a job. Elon Musk's like fucking rocketing
2: into fame and fortune, but at the same time, he's a bit fucking strange, mate he's got
0: Asperger's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so horrible oh, does <laughs> <laughs> well he, he says does, yeah does it he says, the,
2: the fucking Jewish children's names and that what the fuck is yeah, that yeah
0: he's Ex- his, very extra isn't he podcast guest we uh,
1: wouldn't be. We wouldn't get him to smoke weed on here, though. No, we have like... off last time. Elon,
0: uh, cocaine's legal in this... apartment. <laughs> 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 Do to blast on that? <laughs> and then, but, and like, can you talk about Shiba Inu coins as well? Because they're doing really shit at the moment. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down.
2: Did he start them up today, Shiba Inu? No,
0: but he tweeted about them, and that's what shot the price up.
2: All it takes, isn't it? Yeah, Elon. you very...
0: Um, one interesting dude actually that's just come to me who I was thinking the other day I would love to get on is Russell Brand. I think he's fascinating, man. Do you? Do you ever watch his YouTube videos?
3: Russell Brand. I've seen stuff of him
1: yeah. before,
0: and he's quite he's quite interesting. <laughs> it? Um, he used to be and a sex addict. Yeah, a and a drug addict. addict. But nowadays, man, the way he articulates things maybe maybe just gives this illusion of being really intelligent. When I watch his videos and he's given, like, when he's talking about a point of view, he's talking about it so abstractly from each light angle. And I used to think, oh, Russell Brand's a tosser. And when he backed the Labour Party after saying don't vote, and then he backed Ed Miliband, the man who looked like he was constantly peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, you've sold yourself out, bollocks, 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 you know, all these controversies. And then one day I started watching his, I saw him on Joe Rogan, and I was like, oh, wow, actually, you're quite an interesting fella. Watch his YouTube videos. I think he'd be a great person to, to get on. Mm.
2: He just smacked into too, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he did, yeah. He oh, did it. a few films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in Centurion. And
2: yeah. And getting, getting to the Greek, he was in Forgetting there. Sarah Marshall. <laughs> Another one. He's just lived a crazy life. He asked, yeah, where, where did his fame start? What did he do to start? Was, it, was it a comedian? Comedian, yeah. Yeah, it's stand-up, wasn't it? Stand-up stuff. A lot of I right.
0: think so. I'm not sure. We'll ask him when he comes on. (laughs) (laughs) If Putin knocks us back. (laughs) (laughs) So after we've gone through all
2: those two, oh mate, Phil Collins is pretty shit anyway compared to yours. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Is there not anybody in your life you want to get answers from?
0: Yeah, that's where it boils down to, OJ. Yeah. So do you want to get answers from? Uh, He's got. Who you think? Fuck me. You've got a really interesting insight on something, Jack the Ripper.
3: Jimmy
2: what? I ask I Jimmy. I guess uh, who was it? Uh? Etio. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, was real. That'd be great. Um, who? Who's your man? Something Tesla, isn't it? Nik- is it Nik- Nik- Nikola Tesla? Yeah, Nikola Tesla. Did he? In, no, he didn't, Nik- he Nik- didn't invent electricity, but he found the uses of it. He'd be an interesting chap to talk to because he does some crazy experiments <laughs> yeah. and shit. In there, you just need to watch the Prestige, mate. Yeah.
3: And you find out like, all about him. Oh <laughs> I, I, yeah, I did yeah, not spend enough
1: what time. It,
0: What's that film? <laughs> the Prestige. It's a, it's a really good film. Yeah, I'm just not. No,
3: no
1: just surely. Oh, like, like anybody in the world doesn't have
2: to be a celebrity or a person. Obviously, mate, you've stumped me. I, I really don't know. I don't know. No, not a
0: clue. <laughs> <laughs> Clueless, mate about the inventor of a JCB? Would you like to ask a question? Yeah, i would yeah, be pretty he personally cool. created your, like, designed your, your Lego dumper? Yeah. Not your dumper.
1: Yeah,
2: it? yeah. I mean, in my line of industry, it'd be probably some interesting people to talk to. Like, you know, people that own great, massive companies, higher companies, machines and stuff. Mm. Talk to them, like, how did you start it? You know, where, mm. how, how, you know. All that sort of stuff, the, back, the real background of it all. That sort of stuff interests me. Because you always hear the stories, you know, just one man and one machine. That's how they started. Now they're 100 odd million a year in profit. I'm like, how'd you
0: do that? Mm. What were the that? turning points?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you have to fuck some people over on the way up to the top, you know? I think that's a. If you, step, yeah.
0: step on a few heads.
2: Yeah. If you haven't got the plums to do it, I don't think you get anywhere, you know? I think mm. you have to beg, borrow, and steal a bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it. Yeah. What are your interests in life? <laughs> Nothing making making money <laughs> Making, money. I, I don't know I live a pretty boring life go to work come home what do you think about there like if you've got a moment to yourself if you're <laughs> reflecting <laughs> on life what do, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think about making money
2: mate to be honest that's your that's all you think about all day every day
0: uh, yeah yeah put your mind on your money mini- there's no shower mini- 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 thoughts a new car
2: motorbike stuff like that
1: I'm very simple
0: I, I don't mean, Yeah, but people, surely you yeah. don't feel your your head's
1: not full with filled with just those thoughts all day.
2: I don't really know what. I just can't Is approach. it just a monkey clapping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <it's> <laughs> <similar>. <laughs> yeah. When I'm busy at work, man, I don't get time to think to be honest. Literally I'm fucking flat out. The commute, mate. The commute's always a big thinking time. Yeah, I listen to music on the way just Yeah, but your mind isn't mind not drift. I tell you what, I was I think about a lot I always think a lot about the mistakes I've made and how I could go and
1: change
0: them. Oh, Mm. fuck, mate. That is depressing. Yeah,
1: that gets me a lot, though, mate. So what what are some... I
0: can agree with him on that
2: It
1: does get... He's there all the time. So what are some... You don't have to say, like, any sensitive ones. (laughs) But give us just an insight into some mistakes that you've made that you wish you could change. You know, fucking been a bit of a wreckhead at one point. That wasn't great. A lot of drinking
2: and -and (laughs) so-and-so. Not ideal. Just drinking a lot too much all the time. I've calmed it down a bit now. I still drink, but... You still drink
1: a lot, to be honest. <sighs> I did last night, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... Mate, oh, last night, i tell you what, George, he was... I've never seen a man possessed, right? And <laughs> you this you is out a, with him. Yeah, and this is why... I went to watch the boxing, mate, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I paid
2: £5 for a fucking ticket and he wanted a
0: drink. Jesus, that's football and boxing you paid tickets but, for. Were well, you drinking oh, mean...
1: double this or I don't care? It's just singles. They were singles
0: and then I went to doubles.
1: Oh, um, he was chugging them down. Honestly, they were—I think they were there for two minutes. He's constantly at the bar, and I was telling him, slow. And the worst thing is, he's going as soon as he comes in. He's like, "Oh, my stomach really hurts. Oh, my stomach really hurts." After fucking grilling his steak on George <laughs> Foreman. Not <laughs> wrong with that, mate. <laughs> and uh, and he's going, I was like, "Listen, why didn't you just stop drinking, mate? Like, have a water, have a coke." No, 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 no. I'm out now, and I'm out. Fucking gonna drink. I went drinking water in the pub no way but, just, <laughs> but if you feel shit
2: that's for the dogs
1: <laughs> if you feel shit I don't, I don't it mean, went away in the end
2: drank it, through it yeah I, I probably should have thrown up in all honesty because I was backed up to the hilt mate. well
1: you were telling me you were like on the way out I'm going to throw up
2: yeah I never did no I carried on just one to just power through mate I can't do that all the time what's mate. your favourite drink what's your drink of choice it's got to be Dizzy and Coke, isn't it? Just running Coke all day, baby. What, that's your favourite? Why do you not drink it usually, then? I Well, I like to start on beer. What's I mean, your favourite beer? I like Carlsberg.
1: Is that... If you could have... A... Price and... They're all the same price, right, just yeah. hypothetically. Oh, Estrella, Estrella. Really? It's Spanish lager, yeah, that's a nice drop. Not
2: Stella? No, it's too strong for me, mate. That San Miguel I've been drinking 5% as well. What's
1: Stella? 6%, 6
0: 5 5 5%. 5%. Gives you a fucking wrecked, doesn't it? Bring yeah, but it
1: don't crash, matter. It does, I'm not saying it? what's. I'm not talk about. Well, I okay, maybe drink... we can. Maybe that is a factor in what makes a good beer. Well, I could drink shandies and get pissed because I drink so many of them. Come sure, well, well, on, you my, know that's my problem. I'm the shandy sheriff, mate. There's well, only I'm one sorry. of them in this town, boy. I don't just well, well, have one or what two. What
0: beer makes the best shandy? Carlin. Really?
1: To be honest, they they all taste <laughs> because God it's half are, full of lemonade, yeah. but. It's Foster's. It just tastes horrible. I'll tell you what,
2: I've just bought 24 cans of Shandy off Amazon. Come on, you know. They're uh, at the girlfriend's, yeah. Not what I used to buy from the shop, not the same, but near enough. Well, like Shandy Bass type? I thing. wanted them Shandy Bass. Like she's getting a blue can. Look yeah. like bricks on them, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like bri- a bri- I couldn't get them. So I went for this. It's made by bar. Yeah, bar.
0: You should start it's drinking Shandy's,
1: mate. Average. Out in the pub. Not not an be an alcoholic, aren't you? To be fair, when I tried to
0: give up alcohol which I did after a chronic abuse of it for three months. The thing that got me through that, coming off alcohol, was drinking the cans of Bitter Shandy from Tesco's.
1: Come on, you know. Because it
0: was cold, it tasted like beer. And a bit like smoking, uh, it replaces the habit. So when you transition from sma- ah. smoking to vaping. So instead of going into the fridge and opening a bottle of Stella, I'd open a can of this, it tasted like beer.
1: I'm on the I fucking, the I'm on a warpath to normalise drinking shandies in the pub, mate. You are, you are, yeah. Because, I don't know, people annoy me. And this is going back to the alpha fucking male mentality, toxic masculinity. Got to have a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Stri- you're a fucking pussy if you don't fucking drink Carlin. Oh, you're a pussy if you drink fucking bitter.
1: <laughs> it's like, there's a, there's a fucking method to the madness, mate. Mm. And the thing is, a lot of these fucking losers... Drink started drinking these fucking pints and they didn't fucking like it. You talk to any old boy, they're like, oh, I used to fucking I used to fucking hate drinking this, I used to hate drinking that. I but hated the taste of lago the a person. Yeah, so why do you fucking drink it? People just get, get pissed. You get used to it, I think. Oh it's yeah, fucking do, yeah. I hate the taste. That's why I drink the disround and coke, because
2: it's it's lot like easy to drink sweet. Right, so Fox, this is
1: my argument for shandies, mate.
2: Foxby right up in the morning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I drink shandies because it's big it's big dick fucking energy when you're in the fucking pub and you get one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I drink candies because <laughs> I, They're refreshing. Used, I used to drink um, cider. Yeah, bad. And obviously. then after a bit, a they drag. were giving me some fucking killer hangover. Stella,
2: Stella C-Drive. Yeah. <sighs> that fucking used to get me bad. Yeah.
1: The fucking... So I stopped drinking cider. And the issue is heartburn, I'll quite happily heartburn. drink spirits and mm. like... Or like JD and Coke, vodka and Coke. The thing is, like happened to you. prime example yesterday, you drink them faster than anybody else is drinking pints. Mm. Yeah. So number one, you're ahead of everybody else in terms of how pissed you are because you're fucking smashing through it. And number two, if you're around, so you're waiting on other people. Oh, don't wait. I was going to get myself another one. I'm, <laughs> <lot>. I'm out. <laughs> but, then I, but then I hate the taste of lager. And I can't even bear it if it's just a dash. So I have a shandy. A shandy tastes fucking
3: fire, mm-hmm. and so that
1: way I could be part of the the round or whatever. Drink it at the same rate as everybody else, but I am way less pissed. Is it can.
2: lemonade first, then lager, or lager first, uh, then lemonade?
0: Uh, it's lemonade first, then lager. What's a
2: lager it... top? That's lemonade with a drop of lager on first, top.
0: N- well, no. A lager yeah. top is a. I said it was a dash. Yeah, but instead of the dash being at the bottom, it's at the top. <laughs> It's probably. It's very, but, or you can have a they're dash, they're dash, dash, of
2: lime, have a dash of lime cordial. I've seen people do. That. I've seen people drink Guinness with blackcurrant. Yeah,
0: Guinness from blackcurrant is fairly nice, but it's too idea. sweet, man.
1: I, I want. Yeah, let's see. Opposite to you, I mm. want something that's really sweet. I hate anything bitter tasting. That comes food, drink, anything. Mm. And, <laughs> yeah. Um oh, yeah. So shandy's are the best thing to do. Also, because yeah. you're less pissed. Uh, wake up with uh, like less bad hangovers in the morning I don't really care if someone can show off how much they drink I don't give a shit I'm yeah. out here to have a good time a point's a lot of liquid mate if you drink three or four of them you've got a full you got a really full tummy yeah
2: and you've got not a lot of room for anything else what I
1: can say is that the, I can drink Stella straight that's the only one oh, really? that's why I asked about it because they just like the, don't mind the Stella, taste
2: Stella is fucking strong
0: that is. do you go home and start hitting people <laughs> <laughs> do you wear a vest at home <laughs> 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 To be in your defense, uh, OJ, shandy's are nice. If I was gonna have a Carlin, yes. they right, right? are I would rather have a Carlin shandy than a Carlin. Bitter I would I I love a bit of shandy, to be fair. At work, when people if I ever have to have a bitter or if I miss pour a bitter, I'll turn it into a bit of shandy.
1: And you know what? You hear a lot of this opinion, mate. Oh, Shandy tastes nice. But mm. people refrain from get, getting oh, one. i never order one.
2: Yeah. They're like, oh, someone's going to tell me I can't fucking drink. Oh, I'm not saying Monday. I think, the gay one, don't they? I think yeah. A guy, yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: I think you've got no confidence, mate. You've got no big dick energy about it. I'll tell you what's funny on that same uh, topic, <clears throat> or point rather, is uh, when people buy me a drink at work, I will say, if I don't know them especially, I'll so say, that's very kind of you. I'll have a half. I don't want to be cheeky and then you get Ooh. these guys that go I don't buy halves yeah. it's a pint or nothing Ooh, I right, like, I'm a man All like, right, fine well you fucking spend £4.80 on a Guinness then you, see as you <laughs> <laughs> see I was trying to do you a favour but you're trying to see you're trying to act like a big man when you're six foot bloke and you're built pretty big, and you're talking down to a, a five foot six, sixty-one kilogram barman. You don't need to show off how big you are, man. I can see, you know what I mean? But if you want me to fleece you of almost five quid for a drink because you have too much pride to buy fucking half a beer, yeah. working in the pub, Stupid. George.
2: What is what? What would you say is the most commonly bought pint at the moment? Once upon, yeah. But how
1: how can you tell that if there's only certain ones they serve?
0: Wow, what what are well, the ones out, you serve out then? of our range? Uh, uh, Five years ago, it was Carlin. I was going to say Carlin all But guy. nowadays, it's Moretti. People would rather... They the same price. No, mate. Carlin is 4 40 Fucking and... hell, is it? Uh, I'll tell you what. This is another topic about beer prices. So I've got some hot news for all you listeners about beer prices. Uh, fucking skyrocketing. Yeah, mate, you know. guys are about to get shafted. But at the moment, 4 uh, four forty 40 for a Carlin, 4 95 for a Moretti. Fucking how Fucking hell. Uh, very often in places, basically, the way they do it is you've got your standard lager, uh, or a bit like if you have your, mar- they call marquee spirits, like Smirnoff, for example, the cheap stuff. Carlin is like the marquee lager. Yeah. It's shit. Common. It's, it's common. It like lager from like a, a taste profile perspective, or like, you know, if you were going to like judge it, it's shit. Is Prava similar price, but better? Brava. Yeah. What's that? Is that do you mean uh Star Parman? Star, <laughs> Uh maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well there's Pilsner a cow is another there's one. There's something that's similar price to Carno, but tastes a lot better. Carlsberg? No. No, no Carlsberg no. is also on the same level. Yeah. Carlsberg, Carlin, Foster's they're the base level. Then you have things like Stella and Heineken, which are a step up the ladder but they're still crap. Oh, Macro did, Yeah, Brava. Like Carlin did cider,
2: didn't
1: they? So I'm pretty sure Prava is almost like a similar price oh, point. yeah. But it's better quality or be- tastes better. Have
0: you ever tried a card and soda, RJ? You nah. Know. So there's all these different ones. There's there's more and more coming on the scene all the time. But then you have what's called the premium lagers. Your Peronis, your Morettis, your Pilsner Cow. Um But they're all still what a connoisseur would call macro lager they're mass produced they don't have very complex flavours but people nowadays would rather and I don't know if this is to do with drink driving or what but people would rather go and pay £5 for a nice pint than pay closer to £4 for a shit pint and maybe have two of them they'd rather have one really nice one we sell so much Moretti it is unreal and then obviously you've got your bitter drinkers and you're either team lager or team bitter very often there's there's there are They exist, but there's few people... They'll do both. Most people, 99% of people, come in and order the same drink all the time. To the point where I will say... They'll walk in and I'll say, oh, Moretti and a Rosé, or Old oh, Tribute and a Half Tribute Shandy. Like, you just know. And they always say, oh, creatures of habit. Like, most people are. There's could 1% you, that change. Could you enjoy it. People who drink Guinness or drink Guinness. I am one of those people. I love Guinness. And yeah. the more you drink it, the more it just tastes like you're drinking... Fucking water, mate. <laughs> I'll <laughs> drink it all goddamn day. But the first time you drink one, it's like, ooh, that's, uh, that's you know, the flavour of that is a bit much. But it's, it's like ordering food, though, isn't it? Like, you know what you're getting when you're yeah. getting uh, Yeah, go up, like. go McDonald's, you're ordering the same meal. Most yeah, sure. You don't stray too far off the menu. No. You always order the same thing. It's a safe bet. So what about the beer prices is I'm interested. Okay, so. <clears throat> hot take, this is. Hot take. This is some hot news off the press for you guys. At the moment, when you buy a pint of beer in this country, two thirds of it is tax. Yeah. So 20%. where my efforts oh, no, start selling, it, it? Uh, like Stella, well, beers when he opened in 1982, uh, beers were put on an introductory price of like 10p. Once upon a time, we were selling pints of Stella for 18p. Right, and you what when you watch old program. Well, I say old from like the two thousands. They're handing over like five quid. They're buying like three or four pints, you know. And all of a sudden, we're at the five pound pint. The five pound pint is here because two thirds of it is tax. Um, breweries shaft people. They have you over a barrel if you part of the fun, <laughs> yeah. where you will pay a hundred pound plus between hundred and two hundred pounds more for a barrel than a freehold does so you have got to take that into account for all the Thai people a lot of people got fucked over in the orders the beer orders act of 1989 but that's a topic in a minute uh and now they're putting the the tax upon beer even more and because of the fuel prices the energy prices we're going to be looking at the seven pound pint you are. By next year. You are, Joe. And that's not even for the premium stuff. That is for carling. Thing is, this is just going to kill pubs, isn't it? Really? It is, man. Pubs, <laughs> no one's going to fucking pubs. are getting pubs. shafted. <laughs> like, for the last 30, 40 years, maybe a bit less, pubs have been shafted and they get shafted and they get shafted
2: again. We've got no choice if you're brewery owned, have you? You've got to pay the price for the brewery. Rush, you're fucked. You got no beer. Yeah, to because sell.
0: you're in a contract where you're tied, and that orders actors time. mean basically the government in 1989, I believe, <clears throat> said they they tried to change it so tenants had more opportunity to own own a freehold on things, and so they changed it so a brewery could only own. I think it's between like 2,500 and 3,000 pubs. I can't remember the exact figure. And so they had to sell off all their, or a majority of their portfolio. What they didn't say was that the current tenants should have first dibs. And so all these, what happened was the breweries sp- splintered off into different companies, bought up all the pubs, and so then people got shafted even more. Like you said, one company owning all the pubs. It might be six companies owning all that pubs, which means you've got to s- spend money on six board of directors, six heads of HR, six heads of accounting, six heads of all this, and then people got shattered.
1: What I don't understand from these breweries, and I'd that's one people I'd like to get a director of a brewery on this podcast, is do they not realise the more they squeeze tenants, mm. the more people are going to be um, put off by getting into the pub trade? they mm. They rely on people like that, so the more they if they're not enticing them to get into it, then surely they're just going to go bankrupt as well at some point. It's like mm. there's a local pub in our village that only is, is tenant owns, and every it gets tenants go into it or they get they rent it out for so long. Mm. they always end up going bankrupt with it because it never makes yeah. money and it's like is it not in the brewery's best interest to give that pub lower rents? preferential fees Mm. to make sure someone stays in there for years because surely they're going to make more money from people being in there for five years than intermittently for five years long term
0: plan well what they do is very often they either wait for somebody with the capital who's you know very often you get these couples who dream it is to own a pub so they'll say right this is the rent this is the starting capital you need. And there's all this shit about you have to buy the fixtures and fittings and, like, they do shaft you at all these points. But people, you know, who have this dream, because it can work, um, they go into it thinking, right, we'll do this, this, and this. And it starts to work. And the brewery are like, okay, now we're going to increase the rent, we're going to increase the rent. And then, very often, the honeymoon period, I suppose, ends. And then they don't make any money. And then these these brewery companies go... All right, well, it's tough titties. We'll see you later. Now, you might think, and I used to think this as well, like, well, how is that beneficial for them? Well, for two reasons. One, they can just get somebody else in. And whilst it's dormant, yeah, they're not getting anyone paying rent, but all they have to do is pay, like, council tax and insurance. Like, it's very minimal. And then they can get someone else to come in, shaft them again, keep shafting them, get as much money out of it as possible. Okay, next. And some pubs like that pub you're talking about has been through, like, eight in the last ten years. And if it looks like it's never going to be profitable again, oh, well, they've got a building worth like 500,000 to a million quid, depending on where it is. And they just sell it and we'll turn it into flats. There's so many pubs around this area, for example, they're now flats because once it becomes unprofitable and no one can come up with a profitable plan for it, they just sell it, and then well, okay, that's another one off the portfolio. Wicked, and then we'll buy another one somewhere else, and it's just repeat the process. Yeah, yeah,
1: it uh, is shit. It's interesting.
0: It is shit because then you have these greedy brewery bastards. I'm sorry if you're listening, uh, the guy who owns up. <laughs> my my <laughs> Um but they're shafting you, and then you're getting shafted by the government putting so many tax on it. And that is both Labour and Conservatives. They both do it. They're both guilty of it. Um, and then you've got Tesco selling cheap beer. Yeah, you've got no chance. And so why would you go to a pub and spend £4 a glass of wine when you can sit at home, which X factor, and drink a £3 bottle of wine from Tesco's? Yeah, literally. And another thing that um, I never thought
1: about, but you've opened my eyes to in the the culture and how it sort of changed is that and i've tried to explain this to people and they won't have it and if you don't go to a pub that's got a community you won't have experienced it but you've always been told that pubs were the community mm, and yeah, like very yeah. much in the area that i live pubs are the community mm. and so when you lose pubs you're losing that community and it's no surprise that. Um, Again, I've got no stats to back this up, but the community feeling in these rural areas mm. and people coming more independent and staying at home, and it's no surprise that that that's the case yeah. because you know people don't go to
0: the pub as much. Massive yeah. social life, isn't it? Oh, big time! People, Massive. Some people's lifeline, and it is and it is a genuine it, community. It is a lifeline. Absolutely right, there, Liz. And but, that's not for sorry, OG, I know you, got, you. You saw what you were gonna say actually before I, I was just saying.
1: <laughs> Um... Like, and I never thought about that. Until the, I go to a local pub, and that is a proper community, and you don't realize how much of a community it is. Like, we go trips, places together, mm. organize holidays together. You walk into a pub, you know everybody talking to each other. You get like, you know, it, it's, it is a sense of the community, and I feel sorry for people who don't get involved in that sort of stuff. Mm.
0: Yeah, you're missing out big time. And when Lewis was saying uh, about this a lifeline for some people and you're talking about community, there, there are probably some people out there thinking like, oh, yeah, just some pissheads getting pissed all the time. But it's not that. There's There's very few people in these pubs, I would say, they get, like, wrecked, wrecked. Yeah, you know, no, like when don't. people go at what they call out-out, in quotation mark, going out clubbing and stuff, they get fucked as fucked as possible. They're not
1: binge-drinkers. Yeah, they're not
0: binge-drinking. They're going there for the social aspect. And you get a lot of guys whose wives have died, for example. Yeah. Um, Older people. Yeah, old people. And so you have this this push, in one sense, uh, in society, where they're like, oh, you know, people who are on their own have got to reach out and talk to them. The perfect place for those people is the pub yeah. because <laughs> at the very least there's a barman or barmaid to talk to uh, and you know i know myself I've become very friendly with these people and they say that barmen are the same as priests and hairdressers people just talk about their problems with them but through that you then meet other people and we we, we have a little area for the regulars and the locals at uh, one side of the bar you know, and over the years you see people come and go or they join in or people go sit by themselves and then they get welcomed into the fold and it's nice just there watching these four blokes from or you know, uh, or, or more, from different walks of life, all coming to the pub, having a pint, and they all buy each other a pint even though it ends at the same amount, but they always like, I'll get this one, I'll get this one and they go home and they've had their social quota for the day and they've talked to people. And they feel good about it. And once you take that away out of society, then everyone's just going to be fucking sat in their living room. We're creatures, are have it, mate. We are social yeah. creatures.
1: That's what I was about to say. It's like you could probably compare it to tribes when mm. evolutionary times, like the pub you go to, that's your tribe. And, and and we've always been social creatures from fucking. Way back when we were fucking Neanderthals. Well, Liz is still a Neanderthal. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but even then, we've been social. We've been raised, like, not raised, but, like, evolved in tribes. The pub
2: culture's been around yeah. forever.
1: So, what it's do you think it. about the pub culture, living community and pubs and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah,
2: it's, it's good, mate. It, you know, like I say, it's, it is a lifeline to people. And... Why, why is it a lifeline? Like, what well, makes cause you can... otherwise, it? Otherwise, we wouldn't fucking go anywhere, do anything. Everyone yeah. wants to go for a, an alcoholic beverage. Even if you just go for one, you know what I mean. You've mm. seen people, you've spoke to people. We might get a bit of dinner as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just good. It's good to get out, mate. Because sitting at home drinking on your own, it's not a. Hey, hey, it's not good for you, and b. It's very depressing and lonely. <laughs> you know, so,
0: go and do it with your friends in the pub instead. Good memories and all that, isn't it? Mm. It's a public house, which by its very the, the very name of it yeah. suggests that it's at a end place day, where people come. At the end of days, mate,
2: you're not going to fucking be lying
1: there thinking, "Fuck, I wish I stayed in more." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe about your bank balance, but like you yeah. said, but you don't have to spend loads. I know the prices are yeah, like like but you could have two. You could be in there for an hour and a half, go two a soft, hours. Good
2: for a fucking pint of coke. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah sometimes yeah, I Coke's go. I so drink. A, yeah, sometimes I drink a pint of coke or diet coke.
2: It all loops round to, like, you know, fucking people not. not, not mental health. You know what I mean? People go and talk and hash stuff out in the pub, whereas uh, some people wouldn't and they'll sit at home and not. And then people that tend to sit at home and don't, you know, go and see people, have a social life, they're the ones that are worse off in the long run. Mm. bottle it all up and then it fucks up. Yeah.
1: Like, the pub is, like, it's escapism, isn't it, in some ways? Like, mm. chatting there, so chatting shit. And usually, like, you don't really talk about depressed, like, downbeat topics in a pub it's always like banters flying isn't mm. it like you're getting away like some people <laughs> it's bad to say some people go to the pub to get away from their families like <laughs> if they don't enjoy family yeah life.
0: yeah <laughs> the fishermen do that too man if whenever you ask a fisherman like it's freezing cold outside it's snowing yeah it's like minus two and then night fishing and i say like why why though oh, I've got a missus and kid at home, I'll we'll get better sleep in the bed. <laughs> 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 but mean that's systemic of their own uh, home life. But, but, but yeah. the landlord who owns uh, your pub, or not owns it or rents it, whatever, mm.
1: he he spoke about uh, the the reduction in pub community and the effects on society, hasn't he? Yeah. Like, What was his thoughts on that? So
0: he said, he talks about this... Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, Lewis, what are you doing, pal? Nothing like that. Let's go to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you lost interest in it, you tired boy. I am a little. We, bit tired, we have been it? on
1: for an hour and a half, so we could talk about this. Would be our last, last episode.
0: I'll wrap this up then. Um, he said about the, uh, the decline of pubs started when automation came in, so you'd have 100 blokes working on one farm, they'd all pour out into the pub. You have a thousand blokes in a factory pour out into the pubs. Lorry drivers meet up at the pub because it wasn't the same drink driving laws, and then all of a sudden farms became one bloke doing the farm on a, a you know a GPS guided combine harvester. Factories had robots and drivers couldn't drink anymore, so you, all of a sudden naturally the people, the amount of people going to the pub declined, and then you couple that with. I said, as I mentioned earlier, the pubs were a warm place, but now people at home—they've got the central heat, and they've got their cheap beer, they've got a telly, they've got a PlayStation or a PC or phone. Like there's endless entertainment, so they don't have to leave their house ever. And all of these things, like, have all combined, you know, slowly but surely, to like start to kill off the hospitality industry, and you, that's why pubs nowadays, almost all of them especially tied ones, serve food because food is where it's people go out for a meal because less people are going out drinking. And so you have to adapt to survive our particular pub. We have a fishing lake. We have a caravan site. And those two things are what we had to branch out to, well, not me personally, but the one had to branch out to to be able to sustain the business. You know, places hire out things for meetings or have weddings and funerals, parties, this sort of stuff because you can't rely on just, you know, beer anymore. But but the the knock-on effect to that, sorry, is that the average bloke or woman, very often couples come together, uh, the benefits they get from the pub, that social aspect where you go play darts and dominoes or do a quiz or whatever, all of a sudden when pubs close, all those people cut off from doing it and so there's a knock-on effect so you might think oh you know okay find the workers aren't going out to drink or whatever but it then there's a knock-on effect for everybody in the communities and people are just sat at home yeah honestly,
1: i honestly think it is a, a factor in uh decline in communities and people feeling like they're in a
0: community yeah, and people say all the time don't they Oh, when i was younger everybody knew their neighbor now no one knows their neighbor they're building these housing estates and you think you're going to They've just built like what, like thousand houses around here. There are very few people that come in from those new estates. Yeah, I've never. So they're seen got, They're there. mortgaged up to the fucking hill, man. They ain't got money to be coming down the pub, or they're just accustomed to this lifestyle of not going to the pub. Yeah. Or they feel they can't go down the local pub because they've moved from somewhere else. And yeah, it's just, it's a cry, it's a crying shame to see the pub trade go down the pan because it it, it speaks widely. You know about society as a whole from a social aspect.
2: You'll always have pub goers, mate, but I think the numbers will start dwindling, mm.
1: especially at seven pound a pint. point, yeah,
2: yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, with with that and everything else, you know, cheap booze, mm. entertainment at home. Mm. People, some some people do stay prefer staying these days. Building, building Lego bulldozers, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like me.
0: And the pubs, I, I. No, from person obviously it's different in a city because you've got the city life and student people complain about our oh, student blocks going up left right and center in uh cities that turn into student blah 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 that's great for local businesses because they're in the shops they're in the bars they're in the pubs they're in the clubs so that's good from that aspect But when you live out in the towns and the villages it really starts to become quite degrading and i find that the places that do well that just do drinks they don't do food, are either free of ties, so they can do what they want, and they've got a lot of capital behind them, or they're the places that have a very relaxed attitude on drugs in their pub. <laughs> and then you get these like pubs that are known for being dives where people do drugs in them, and that's where all the druggies go and they gravitate towards that one place, yeah. which stops everyone else going there. And then you think, well, why don't the police do anything? But the police say to you, Oh, well, we know where they all are, they're all in one place. And then so that place is forever catering to that audience and that further alienates the, everybody else. Yeah, it puts people, puts people off going in there, doesn't it? Cool. Well,
2: I guess we can end it there. Mm. Yeah, an hour and a half in, not bad, not bad.
0: Save so it's rambling, wasn't it? It's like two hours at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, man. Crikey. Might be a bit shorter if the outtakes come. Out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We've had to edit.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, this has been episode five of the Completely Done podcast. Um, we should see you next time. See you at the next one. Yeah. Yep.
3: Take it easy, guys.